Hello, and welcome to the Next Stop Nonstop podcast. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. On today's episode, I'll be discussing living abroad with the beautiful Miss Nicole Brewer. Next Stop Nonstop is a travel and lifestyle podcast that promotes the importance of traveling and mental wellness for millennial women. We discuss everything from travel to dating and careers to mental health. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. All right, Nicole, do you mind introducing yourself to the audience? Sure. Thank you for that lovely intro. Um, As you said, my name is Nicole, and I am currently an expat English teacher based in Oman. I'm in the Middle East, uh, next to the the, the little brother of Dubai, UAE. Uh, I've actually been teaching English abroad for a little over a decade now. Uh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan originally, and uh, I started out actually living abroad in South Korea. I was a teacher there for a few years and wanted something new, a different experience. So I ended up moving to the Middle East, and I've been based here for the most part ever since. I, I did leave for a year. I went to Germany. I did study um, in Germany for a year in English. <laughs> so my first yeah. year, after my first year in Oman, I moved to Germany. Then a year later, after I finished my program in Germany, and I did three months in Cape Town. It's, it's been... A whirlwind of experiences living abroad. Say, but, uh, sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like a year later, I came back to Oman. Actually, after I finished my studies in Germany and um, that internship in South Africa, so and been I here ever it. since. So that's I that's the journey. Okay, so now I'm jealous. You've been literally all around the globe. Okay, I'm jealous. I need to catch up. Let's start there. All right. <laughs> That's wonderful. So I guess I have tons of questions for you about that. So we're, let, let's just get into it. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. Let's do it. So when was your very first trip abroad and where did you go? Ironically enough, my big, my first uh, big international trip was to Japan, I believe. Nice. <laughs> I did a Smart. big one. I did a big one. Yeah. yeah, because like I, you know, like I said, I don't really want to count like the Caribbean. Like that was too. I mean, was you too, can. Yeah. What do you mean? You can count that. That's I okay. Mean, so, okay, so then let, let's start. Okay, like the Caribbean, like Jamaica, Bahamas, like though that was the first getting my feet okay. wet, like going abroad. But like my big major, like international trip yeah. was later in my 20s. full-on cultural difference, you mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, yeah. what inspired me to do what I'm doing now. Like, I had three oh, girlfriends that so were teaching English there when I went to oh, visit that's them. Awesome. So that's literally, like, I was like, hmm, maybe I should put yeah. that on the back of my, my mind to do yeah, the future. That's and wonderful. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. See, now I've gone to the Caribbean. I think I think most people have because it's just an mm-hmm. easy place to get to. It's really beautiful exactly. and warm. You know, got to love the beach now, right? But yeah, I've gone to Japan as well. So, what part of Japan have you gone to? Tell us a little bit more about that. I oh, we went a little bit everywhere. I remember we went to Osaka, Osaka Castle. Yeah. I remember that Kyoto. And what, actually, a couple of my girlfriends they were living in like small little um, provinces when I went. So I actually nice, stayed yeah. with them, and then we'd like to train ride and went all around. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was really, really cool. I was going to say, that sounds so nice. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and, and I love it when you can actually get some somewhat of like the local feel, right? You can feel like you actually exactly. live there. You're like, oh, okay. These are, you know, regular people. I get to go to the supermarket and just do the things that maybe aren't as touristy per se. That was the interesting part because like I said, having the girlfriends who were um, living there. Yeah. So, and they studied Japanese in school. Love, so yeah. that's why they were able to be like in a smaller, like smaller region. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Cities. So it was like, having amazing like tour guys who was like, oh, yeah, I speak Japanese. And like, yeah, wow. <laughs> let's do it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So what countries did you visit before choosing to move? 
I really didn't do a lot of globe trotting until no after way. I moved to Korea. No like, yeah, you, you know, it's it's interesting. It's like like I was saying before, like Japan, that was like my first like really big international trip. Yeah, I hadn't even really done much a year prior to moving abroad. Um, wow. Yeah, so you know, it was. I really took a big leap of faith because I see like, that. I was I like, chose, what? I chose <laughs> Korea. You know, I because Japan was actually, you know, the place that I, I envisioned initially. Yeah. I had interviewed, I had I actually had an offer for Japan in Korea. And I remember talking to my girlfriends and they were introducing me to people who they knew had taught in Korea so I can hear from both experiences. And so it really mm -hmm. helped having that network of people who had already experienced yeah, expat life. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, like most of, now that I think about it, most of my travels really started once, once I left the country. That's hilarious good. and wonderful, actually, because I mean, you just jumped out and I love that. So, yeah. okay, what made you decide, like, I don't really want to travel yet, per se. I want to just jump out and live somewhere else. That's a big move and that's a big difference. Mm, when I was in Chicago, that was my last residence in the States before moving abroad. I actually, okay. this was like around the downturn of the economy, the last recession we had. Mm. I was laid off. I used to work in market research. Um, I, I had never, I didn't have teaching experience until oh, leaving the country to go to Korea. Yeah, so I was actually laid off and I was looking for work. You know, I was willing to, I wanted to stay in Chicago, but... I, obviously, I was open to wherever because I just needed a job. Yeah. But it I will. literally, <laughs> I know, I, but I literally randomly saw the ad for the teaching positions in um in South Korea online, and I was like, hmm, I'll just apply to see what happens. And then when I got it, I was like, hmm, okay, maybe I'll go for a year or two. Yeah. When the economy, when the economy gets better, I'll come back. And yeah, come back. <laughs> Over a decade later, I'm like, no, I don't think I'm good. Yeah. Oh, That's I'm good. incredible. That is really incredible. Well, I'd love to see that. So you decided, you said about a, a year or so after? Yeah, I told my, yeah, yeah, I told myself, like, I mean, I was unemployed. I was looking for, you know, you have that period where you're Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like, I'm sure a whole lot of people know, especially after COVID and all of this. So we can relate to that for sure. You know, yeah. so I was like, oh, the woman's going to run out. I need a check. Yeah. So I yeah. literally, it, was, it wasn't even a full year that I was unemployed because okay. I had okay. never experience being unemployed like, I was yeah. like i'm a university of michigan grad like i've never yeah, hello I always, look, I always you better, look you better say it now <laughs> go blue but i always like got jobs so i was like this is foreign to me like i need a job yeah. so. <laughs> interesting so what were the deciding factors for you when you were choosing a place to live i know you said you already had um a, a choice between japan and south korea or korea yeah um but did you have kids you know did you have pets to bring along did you move alone like tell us about that you know, that's a really good question. Um, for me, I was single. Uh, yeah. You know, no, I don't have kids. I'm, you know, so for the most part, like, honestly, it was really about which place do I think I'm going to have a better quality of life. For. Okay. Because, you know, yeah. I was single and, you know, obviously I was like, East Asia, I don't know. Yeah. Dating wasn't like a big priority. Yeah. I just, like I said, I wanted to work. But yeah. for me, when I was comparing like cost of living and those different things, I was like, Korea would be the better fit. That, that was yeah. my that was my logic, you know. And I started research mm -hmm. as a black woman. Of course, you know, I, I I found groups on social media, brothers and sisters in South Korea. Yeah. I was asking those pertinent questions: Where can I get my yeah. hair done? Yeah. You know, the different. So yes. like, I saw this online community in Korea, and I was just like, this something hmm. this could work. So yeah, that really that made a That's difference. That's wonderful. So that was actually going to be one of the questions that's coming up later. So as a a black woman and a black person in general. Um, what were some of the considerations or, you know, were you concerned 
kind of talk us through some of that. <sighs> you know, it's it's so interesting because the way not the more I think about it, I was like, I really did just step out on faith. Like I didn't have a Maybe. lot. Yes, I didn't did. have any. <laughs> I didn't have any experience living abroad. It's wow. just like I think I was it's just so inspired though. and grateful, yeah. like that I had people who had had the experience, and they were like kind of like mentors. Like I said, linking me up with friends who they knew had taught in Korea and lived there. So um, for me. I think I felt more comfortable like in this day and age of social media and being able to find bloggers online and yeah. and research, you know, Getting I used to work at market. Yeah, I used literally used to work in market research. So I'm all about yep. research. You know, I'm re- research. Doing research, it. Research, Take research. your time. Get to, yeah. Yeah. So like for me, I, I was a little less apprehensive. I, I just felt confident that I can do it, you know, and then like, you know, it really sparked something in me because I knew I liked to travel. So yeah. I was like, this would be a cool experience to have. So I think I was looking at that aspect of it. I, I really didn't feel like, oh, it'd be unsafe. I mean, I'm like, I'm from the, the east side of Detroit. I used to live on the south side of Chicago. If okay. I could survive okay. there, I can survive anywhere. That Hello, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's funny. That's, that's a real thing. When you come from a certain place that has a certain stigma. I'm from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And so every time I hear, you know, be more murder land, be whatever more. you want to call it. And yeah. I'm like, mm, all right now, like, relax. But at the same right. time, you have a certain level of street smarts and streetwise. Exactly. So you understand what to do and where to live or, mm-hmm. you know, how to live. You know? So it's not it's not cool. But, yeah, I totally get that. Totally. Exactly. All right. So let's move on to the next question. What was okay. the process of actually planning to move? So, you know, did you save money prior to moving? Um, you know, did you have to find housing? Like, tell us about the whole process. That, that was the beautiful thing about moving to South Korea, why I felt mm-hmm. so confident in um and I think a lot of ESL jobs, well, I'll say East, in East, East Asia, they really okay. set you up nicely. Like when nice. you come, you know, uh, they have accommodations already set up for you. They have a little care package for you. Oh, that's and, nice, yeah. And like I literally had a Korean mother who took me grocery shopping oh, my first time. Like, wonderful, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy because I actually lived through a whole pandemic before um, COVID. Like in Korea, they had the, the bird flu, the swine flu. Yeah. Actually, they were getting sick and I had to be in quarantine for two weeks. No way. Think about that. So this felt like deja vu COVID. I was like, I can't believe I'm living through my second pandemic. Like this. That is crazy. I I mean, yeah, I would have (laughs) never, I never even thought about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like, you know, they provided the accommodation. Like I said, so if I wasn't working before, Prior to leaving, like I had a bit of savings. Yeah. And that was part of the reason I was like, okay, this is why I, I need can't to do go. Because I don't want to just like live through all my, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so I had a savings, but it wasn't, I, I wasn't comfortable enough. You know, for me, I literally stepped out on faith because it was yeah. like, I'm going to make, I'm going to have to make, make it work moment, <laughs> you know, moving abroad. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank, thank the Lord that everything worked out. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and you know, mm-hmm. it, I think there's a lot of people and that's kind of why um, I think it's so good to talk about this on a platform like this, because yeah. I think there's a lot of people that, especially during this time, they're like, all right, now I've been out of work for a year or, you know, I haven't had a, been able to save so much. What yes. can I do? And I think this is so perfect about what you're talking about because mm-hmm. you know this is not something difficult you don't need a million dollars you know you can you can figure it out so I think that's beautiful yeah I think that's beautiful mm. so that's nice so okay did you have to consider taxes or banking insurance like the boring stuff when you when you were going yeah you know <laughs> like the boring stuff that I probably didn't plan as well as <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, you know I, I had to do it differently yeah. okay 
Yeah, because like I said, I I didn't have a plan to to leave the country. It was kind of like, okay, this is just a push. I need to do something. Okay. You know, so like for me, like I kept my bank accounts and everything open, obviously in the States. And I had to put a lot of things in storage because initially I thought I was going to come back after a year. I actually had a whole condo in Chicago that I, you know, I I had to like rush and find somebody to like sublease. I lost that condo. Like every, you know, that's a whole other story. So it's like, you know. And initially I had this grandiose plan of like coming back and I was just wasting money on storage. And a couple of years later, when I finally did go back, I just sold everything. I started donating because I was like, what's the point? It was so free because it's like I'm paying this monthly storage on things that they're just, it's just stuck. I I had had everything I needed in Korea. You know, they provide that that makes sense. Yeah. And Um, I'm like, imagine the shipping cost to get all that stuff over there. Oof. Right. It just wasn't worth it at the end of the day. It was just so freeing just to get rid of it because I didn't need it. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So So I know when you were talking about um, when I asked you about things that you considered and you were talking about, um, you know, getting your hair done and kind of like the the environment that you would have to live in. Now, did Mm -hmm. you consider the level of health care before going like as a woman, GYNs or like your primary care? What about that? Yeah, you know, what's interesting is like, I will say to this day that the health care that I had in Korea was some of the best, best health care I ever had. Like I've lived in Europe. I've lived in the States. I'm in yeah. the Middle East now. We got pretty decent health care here in the Middle East, but okay. in Korea was top notch. Like I'll, I'll mm. never forget. Like I, I got a, um, a root canal done in Korea, maybe yeah. a couple hundred dollars compared to I would have spent a couple thousand dollars and that was like that was like the I was like ooh you know even come you know being here in Oman like you know OBGYN like birth control is free yeah. you know like every, every like it's yeah. over the counter and free I was like yeah crazy, people just don't crazy. you know the I'm getting my especially my with marriage. everything going on with you know mm-hmm. women's rights mm-hmm. and abortion rights yeah so that's that is very interesting hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. well did you actually speak any other languages prior to moving. No, actually, I started. I started Interesting. Korean. Yeah, no, no, no. But that's the thing. But that's the thing. That's why you know research was so important. Like in Korea, yeah. everybody's you know they started studying English at like age five. You know, like that's that's wow. why they needed yeah. so many teachers because you know yeah. I was in primary school when I first got there, and they were already like oh, dang, they're fluent. So it's like <laughs> most of people like by by the time they're adults. English is the you know the sec the main language. It's a yeah. global language. So like all of the signs, everything was in Korean. I'm oh, sorry, in Korean and English. English. So uh-huh. for me, it was easy to get around. Wow. I started okay. studying just because, um, and I probably my, my Korean is probably better than my my Arabic. Yes, <laughs> Arabic. Yes. That's a whole other. That's a whole other beast. I have. You know, it's funny. I only know pieces of certain languages. I don't know a full language. I can say I, I've gone to Egypt, so I can say yeah. bossa, thani hog. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a that's a Kashmir. I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you always know the the, the rough parts, right? The, it's the, true. the bad words and, and all it's of those, true. right? <laughs> it's so funny you say that because, like I was saying before, I was in Germany for a year. And, like the words that I remember in German, and I literally swear to myself in German. See? See, but I it's see, I'm like, always my, my favorite my favorite German word I can't say here but it's like it's like uh-huh. literally I was like I say it you know and that's I just it just hilarious. stuck I don't hardly remember any other German but the bad words I'm like those stuck it, I feel like those are the ones that you either like you have fun like you remember because they're bad words and I'm like well how do you right. say thank you how do you say I'm like jeez exactly. I remember how to how to cut you out of course but that's it right ridiculous it just rolls off the tongue you know what I'm saying it's just crazy but that's wonderful <laughs> so you didn't have to 
actually learn another language prior to going. That's beautiful. So yeah. I'm sure, you know, not to say that a bunch of Americans don't know how to speak um, second languages, but it's, I don't think it's pushed like it is in different countries. Yeah, so I think true. that's beautiful to know that you don't actually have to be fluent in anything to, to actually start. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's so true. And it's funny because like, you know, here in Oman, just last week I had lunch with a few colleagues on South, South African, one who's from Uzbekistan. And um, we were talking about languages. He was asking, yeah. you know, like, why well, do you speak Spanish? And I said, you know, I know my, my, I can count my numbers in Spanish. I said, I didn't okay. study Spanish. He's like, what did you study in school? School, I said, French. He was like, but you're from the States. I thought everybody studies Spanish. And I was like, I have girlfriends. And it's funny because it's like deja vu. But I told him, I was like, I have girlfriends who are fluent in Japanese. I was like, it depends yeah. on what you were interested in, what yep. your school offered. Yep. I was like, you know, exactly. I, I wanted to study French, even though yeah. I, I've never lived in France. But I thought, you know, probably move on French, Francais. Like, look, look, hey, that was okay. the language. You know, that was what I wanted to study. So yeah. he, he was like, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that my mom studied French in school and me and my dad studied Spanish. Now, my father can he's I wouldn't say he's fluent, but he can hold a conversation. Now, me, on the other hand, I'm struggling. OK, I am struggling. All right. So I got to do better with that. But I think it's so funny because you're right. In a lot of the states, you have options to choose. Um, But, you know, that's a, <laughs> you have options. You know what I mean? So I think it's interesting. Would you ever consider buying property in another country? That's the dream. And honestly, it's funny you say that. Like you said, mm-hmm. I just perked up when you said that. Like, yeah. literally, I would love to, not necessarily here in Oman. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, it's, I've been here for so long. I, yeah. I do love this country. But like my my goal is hopefully to retire abroad. I'll live, to, you know, either in Portugal or even Ghana or something. You know, maybe, maybe I'll go back to the motherland. Who knows? But uh, but that that's literally like the dream I want to um early retire from teaching yeah. and like mm-hmm. have, and have a property I wanted to like a hostel or, or you know like Airbnb oh, that's beautiful. so that's yeah. really really my goal that's yeah. beautiful yeah I am um, you said Portugal and I was like oh that's one of the places I, I think I want to go right now I've heard so many beautiful things about it um so I'm yeah. like okay I'll be I'll be going to, to Lisbon real real soon real real mm-hmm. soon mm-hmm. it's a vibe <laughs> it's a total vibe yeah. everybody See? falls in love with it yeah, I'm ready. I'm re- I think I was like, there's certain places that, you know, I haven't been yet, but I'm like, I could see myself going there or, you know, mm-hmm. living there rather. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's beautiful. All right. Yeah. So did you know anybody prior to moving? Uh, in Korea or in mm-hmm. Oman? Anywhere abroad. I know. I'm trying to think. Actually, yeah. no. I oh, met people wow. on the ground. You know, like other than chatting with people, like I know for the, the brothers and sisters, like the, the social media, the groups in South yeah, Korea, yeah. like I chatted with people. So I mm-hmm. built up a little bit of a it's network. Social, but I, yeah. You know, but when I first arrived, um, luckily for me, I was with the Epic, the English program in Korea, like the mm-hmm. public school system. So they brought okay. in a, a big cohort of teachers. So we were all in training together yeah. for like the first oh, week in Seoul. That's so nice, then yeah. we all went sh- get shipped off to our cities. Yeah. But it was nice coming in with that like group. So yeah. like to this day, some of my, my my best friends are like people that I've been in my days in Korea. Like when I go back home, I went to Chicago, went to Jay Z concert with my yes. friend Randy. Randy in Chicago. <laughs> like yeah, See, and that's the best thing. So I get that. You know, as a flight attendant, there's tons of us all over the world. And so mm-hmm. I'll you know if I'm somewhere else, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if so and so is here. Or you'll see somebody on Facebook or social media, like yeah. oh, so and so is here. Let's let's connect. And I think that is one of the most beautiful things. You can go Agreed. anywhere in the world, anywhere in the States or whatever the case is. And you you know somebody. I think it's beautiful. And That's I think I that said. is what we need, mm-hmm. traveling mm-hmm. and getting to yes. know people and so cultures. True. And just, I mean, come on. 
right? So, so trusted the same thing. I was like, I have friends all over the globe. Like, this is so awesome. I love it. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. So when you, or if you decide to move to another place anytime soon, yeah. what will be something that sparks the decision? Like, what is something that you think, is it mm. something that you just like, hmm, I wanted to move there, I wanted to try it, or is there a specific thing? <sighs> that's a really good question. Um, you know, I, I am on the fence about if there would be a specific thing. Cause it's kind of like okay. when I first, when I came to Oman, I didn't even know, you know, I had to look it up on a map when I saw the, the job <laughs> hosting. I was looking at Dubai, UAE, and I was yeah. like, oh my, this little country next door. Okay. Yeah. Check. I'll so it's like, I, it, I would have never even, it wasn't on my radar. Then look what happened. Like I'm, I'm having yeah. like a fabulous time living in the Middle East. So oh, it's like, I'm that. open to, I, I tell people I'm open to possibility. Like, like, I, I, like I said about the, the early retirement, I'm like Portugal yeah. is the dream. But yeah. I mean, if the right opportunity presents itself, I'm, I'm all for it. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. what has been your most memorable moment or experience living abroad in any place that you've lived? <laughs> oh, I love the my. face. <laughs> that's so really, because I, I don't know if I've gotten that question. I was like the most memorable experience. That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure you have tons of them. Yeah, I do. and that that's the crazy part. I was like, yeah. it was like if like overload. Like yeah. one of the <laughs> the best best experiences for me, you know, being an educator and like you know living and traveling abroad, I, I think like popped in my mind was just like you know my um, finishing my my master's degree in Germany. Like I wish I could have went. I could have could have went. I was already back in Oman teaching by the time I, I actually um, passed. So I had to do the virtual graduation, but Aww. it was like, oh, yeah. no, it was like I wasn't there in person. But it's just like the like you said, the classmates that I, I met there. Like I've gone back years later and actually, you know, linked up with a few of them. And it's just those type of experiences. It's like yeah. being able to just have these memories of like living in Germany and studying abroad. Like yeah. I never, that wasn't something that I was keen to on, you know, when I was yeah. younger and, and then it took me moving abroad to teach me to be like, Oh, I think I want to get a master's in Germany. Like why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so. that's beautiful. I mean, and, yeah. and when you said you're open to experiences, I mean, you're open to anything. And I think that is beautiful. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Cause it, you can literally, I know how some people like in the movies, they're like, Oh, have a say yes day. But you like, that's what you live. Like things that life, seem to yes. excite you, you do it. And I love that. I love that. See, now that's what yeah. we can learn from Nicole out here. Okay. <laughs> Be open. Enjoy it. Say yes. You only you only get one. You <laughs> only get one. And I tell yeah. people, I'm like, you know, oh, you know, who knows? Korea, I could have stayed for a year and left and went back home. Or yeah. I could have came to Oman and was like, oh, this isn't it, and went back home. But I was like, yeah. at least I tried. And yeah, you know, here, here we are. Like yeah. home is not going anywhere. <laughs> I, lo <laughs> I love that. Okay. So what has been your favorite place to live so far and why? Mmm. Oh. I would say that this is a tough one because I love like I'm, I mean I've been in Oman for so long that yeah. would be the default answer but honestly yeah. like South Africa even though I was only there for a few months like yeah South Africa that just felt like home like I tell people all the time if I you know money was no object like I would say you know being being able to buy property like in Cape Town yeah. like oh that'd be awesome yeah. but um I, I loved my time in South Africa like I was only there for a few months and it just flew by because I was doing an internship and then I okay. was researching for my my master's thesis but 
that three months and I just blinked and it was over. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and, but I've been to South Africa a few times. And so, yeah. you know, for me as a traveler and as a, you know, a blogger and influencer, mm -hmm. like I don't typically want to go back to places, but obviously that place has a hold on me because I've been back like three times. <laughs> <laughs> is it just because it feels like home? Like, what is it when you go there? What does it feel like? Yeah, it feels like home for me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, 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 most of my like really close friends here that I made in Oman have been South African. So it's like, you know, oh, I tell wow. them, like, oh, my, okay. my South African sisters and yeah. like, those are my people. Like, it's just in my, 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 uh, my one South African, we're actually going to meet up for coffee in a couple of days. But she was yes. like, you know, she's like, you're South African. You know, she's like, even though you didn't really, you know, I took the, the ancestry test and I don't yeah. really have any South African. She was like, you're right. South African. She was like, land. we all come default. from over there. Right, right, right. <laughs> She's like my 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 American South African sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take that. Okay. I love the ancestry though. It's funny that you mentioned that. I did that and I had my my father and my aunt do it. I'm like, let's figure out where we're from. So I got um Nigeria and Benin and Togo. Or Benin and Togo. Yeah, Same. see? Benin and I'm like, and that yep. it makes sense. That's makes sense. that was, you know, that's right. where we that's where right. most of us come from. That little area. Exactly. Um exactly. but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's get into some more juicy stuff. All right. So what are some things that you've learned about yourself while living abroad, strengths and weaknesses? Ooh, um, mm -hmm. strengths, definitely, uh, just my confidence. Like I, I used to be a shy little girl and, and yeah. my, even my, my eldest sister, she was like, I never would have thought you would have been, you'd be the one living <laughs> and traveling to all of these countries, you know, yeah. and I was just like, you know, it's just like, I, I, I never would have realized how confident I was. And, um, you know, probably one of my weaknesses is sometimes I'm, I'm too I overanalyze, like I overthink things, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I, you know, I tend to worry more than I should, you know, <laughs> about yeah. certain things. Like, yeah. even though as free as I've been about like, oh, I'll just move to Oman. And, you know, yeah. but of course the planet, the planner in me. Yeah. Like that's one of the things about you know a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things about living in the Middle East. So they, you get thrown random things so often. I'm just like, oh, wasn't ready for oh, that. Wow. You know, like, and then like, yeah. so that's probably one of the, one of but ironically enough, living abroad, that's something that's I'm help has been helping. Like I have the oh inshallah, what will be will be. I'm starting to become yeah. that lifestyle living in this region. So it's like it's a fine balance. <laughs> I love that. So I want to go back for a second. You say you get a lot of things thrown at you. What do you mean? Um oh well I mean just as far as like random like it's hard for me being a planner. It's hard to plan like what what I'm you know for example I have this travel community uh, I love the glow tribe and we yes. want to do a trip in ja in January like um a winter break a trip uh, me and my my business partner she's based in Australia and she's like oh when are you right. going to have winter break and I was like I don't know like it's going to be uh, at some I point see. so it's like I so see. it's like you know for the planner me it's hard to like we just had a random we had well it was a random I knew that we had a holiday coming um mm -hmm. just just this past week the Eid holiday after Ramadan yes but it's hard for me to be like oh I booked a flight to go to Europe like from Monday night and through like that Saturday and then they ended up giving us a three extra days. So I was just like, oh, oh, oh you know, so, okay. so it's really okay. hard to plan because they just like Got it. throw it to, on you at the last minute. Like Interesting. So that you think you think that's just the job and the company or is that something that's more so like the country? 
the country. That's the country. Like we, yeah, the announcement about E like literally came a few days. Like that. That's just how they roll. And that's you know, because of, you know the, they 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 base it on the moon and so like oh, for me okay, that, okay. that yeah it's, it's really different than like, than like when I was in Korea. Like I knew I had Christmas yeah. off. I knew I had you know set holidays. Um, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> just random. <Okay>. <laughs> very cool. I didn't know that. That's very cool. Mm. So I guess kind of going and talking about some of that, what is what have you learned about traveling abroad in general? Mm. Ooh, um, what I've learned about traveling abroad is that I would say one of the, the main things that I think, like, uh, so many people are fearful about going to other countries, and yeah. you know, there's this stigma. Like, I live in the Middle East, so like, oh, like, how safe is it? I was like, yeah. Oman is one of the safest countries in the world. Like, now I know that now that I'm here, you know, like, obviously in research prior, but it's like people are generally, genuinely kind, you know, and I think that's one of the things that I feel mm. that travel really makes you realize like you Absolutely. get in tough situations and people are just willing to bend over backwards to help you. And that's not the Love stigma that. that most people believe. They're like, oh, of course you're going to be in danger all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I was yeah. in more danger on the, the south side of Chicago than I am um, in Oman. Like, where that's, Dubai, well, that's crazy, like... first of all. <laughs> you, right, you wouldn't think about that. But it's it's interesting because it's the media, you know, and, and how exactly. people are seen or if there's something that happens and now everybody yes. is the same yes. way as maybe one incident and it's the same when it comes to the states you and i know mm -hmm. that as mm -hmm. as people of color and and other people right. of color are aware you know that mm -hmm. is a real situation so yeah. it's very interesting but you're right when you it's think true. about any place you're like oh i don't know and especially as a woman maybe not even just color wise you're like oh, yes no. you know there's some places in india i was told oh don't go there as a yeah. woman and you're like yeah that, you know, you, that, those are things to worry about. But when you actually have well, the experience yeah. like you're talking mm -hmm. about, change your, yeah. your perspective. Yeah, and that's crazy because, like, you know, just thinking about, like, the times we're living in, like, literally, I woke up this morning here in Omaha, like, oh, you know, su Sunday, our work week starts Sunday to Thursday. So I had to go to work this morning. But yeah. when I woke up and I'm, like, you know, checking the, the media and I saw about the, the, the shooting in Buffalo, and I yeah. said, this is just, like, I mean, this is the – I was, like – I don't have to worry about those things happening where I live. You know, yeah. it's just like I get wow. so, like I'm coming home to the States in a few weeks. You know, like I was saying before to visit mm -hmm. my family coming to Atlanta and Detroit, I'll be in Detroit. And I, I get anxious, like, you know, yeah. thinking about, oh, I got to get back into big city girl mode, like move, yeah. going back home. You know, yeah. it's like here, I'm, I'm my, my guard, you know, and, and I, I want to see my guard is totally down because like I just, yeah. you instinctually, I'm watching my back. Of but course, I yeah. know I have to put back on my, a big city. Eyes. It's very different. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Very mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. And no, and I understand yeah. that. And so how does that make you feel though? It's, it's, it's disheartening, you yeah. know, because it's like, I'm coming home. I just want to see my family, my yeah. friends. I just want to see my people. And then just the fact that I have to, to worry yeah. about certain things, you know, coming back. And like yeah. I said, that's, that's the, that's the thing about travel and living abroad because on the outside looking in, like, oh, there's so many Americans. So this is the best country in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, mm, is it? Like, I was going to say, have know. you actually lived anywhere else? Have you yeah, actually, you know, right. experienced it? Yeah, no, I totally right. get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Because, I mean, everybody thinks that because this is where you live. This is where you're from. This is what you've been told. But exactly. once you, I mean, that experience of living abroad, I have not personally lived abroad, but I think I plan to. I, what my goal is to take an entire year off and live in four yes. different countries. 
So I just want to go, I want to learn French, which is funny. Mm -hmm. um, nice. And I want to immerse myself in different French speaking countries, you know? Yeah, so that's cool. I'm right. I'm, com I'm coming for that. I'm coming for All that. Right that's, my, that's my goal. Okay. Happen, yes. Hello. I'm coming for it. <laughs> it is yours. You're speaking into existence. <laughs> you better say it. You better say it. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's, let's actually talk about support a little bit. So I know there are tons of people who feel like they cannot live anywhere without a support system, mm. right? Mm. So whether it be mm. in the States or anywhere else, what are yeah. your thoughts about that? And what, what are your suggestions? You know, oh, that's a really good question. Um, for me, I have been so blessed. Like, like I was saying before, coming into South Korea and having that, that, that tribe, that group of people, mm -hmm who um, were my community, you know, when I was living there. And then same thing here in Oman, like you will find your people wherever you go at the end yeah. of the day. Like when you put yourself out there, like, you know, being a teacher, you're not, you're not coming in, you know, from, from my personal experience, being a teacher, mm -hmm. or even if you're a diplomat, no matter, you know, whatever opportunity you find abroad, like you, there's going to be a community there. Hopefully it's the community of people like-minded people like you, Yeah. but if not, you, you, you will, you will get out there and find people. Like there, there are people, you know, there, there's networking events you can mm -hmm. go to. So for me, it's like, you know, be open to the possibility of finding your tribe abroad, yeah. you know, or even in the that. States, like, you know, I, I was in Chicago by myself, like my, my, my um, family, my mom and my sisters, they had moved out to Atlanta. So ironically yeah. enough, I see them more now when I come home in the summer <laughs> as a teacher yeah. Parents, when I used to have my little two weeks of holiday, when I used to wow. work in market research, I'd be yeah. lucky to see them for Christmas or New Year's. But which is crazy, now, yeah. You know, isn't that something? I was like, I yep. live on the other side of the globe. <laughs> I get to come home for two months and spend all this quality time. I didn't yeah. have that when I was in the states. So That's beautiful. Like, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing how um and not to like be weird or anything, but like the structure of corporate life. You know, you get caught in that really, really quick. And mm -hmm. so I think mm -hmm. having and not to say this is like a different because you're still working a, a, a schedule, I would say, and you're still working with yes. other people and things like that. But to have a, a job that is not corporate or not set in the nine to five Monday through Friday, like we've mm -hmm. kind of all been set, you know, to learn. Yes. Um, I yes. think it's so beautiful because your life has so many different aspects that you can actually be so flexible. Um, and being able to come home and spend two months off, I mean, you know, you'll never get that in a corporate job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. that's beautiful. Yes, and I, and I think I always tell people, I'm like, look for these. I mean, not to say that, you know, nine to fives are bad. I've done it. You know, most people right. I think have gotten yeah, into it at some yeah. point. Mm -hmm. But, you know, be flexible, you know, do try something yeah. different. You know what I mean? You never know. And you might end up in a mon for eight years. See, right? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And it's like, and that's the thing about it. And it's so like having this conversation, just listening to you is just like, you know, because like I, I'm a travel blogger and influencer on the, on the side, you know, like that's yeah. my, my side business, the writing yeah. and everything. And I look at, I look at my girlfriends and my male friends, my friends who are influencers and who are digital nomads, just like, mm -hmm. like, like your plan for the year like I know people who just live like that all the time because they're it. like oh I can move to Thailand for a few months and work oh, on the internet love it. then I can and I, and, I, and I look at them I'm just like oh that is goals but yeah. then when I look at and I, but now thinking back when I was like I went from corporate America to where I'm at now and I've still been able to travel the world like yep. you know like, I should just be grateful for That's what I shit. have we're always looking over like okay what's next like, of course of course that, that's the human, right? human. you know that's just human yeah. nature right that's how we well, do what about the grass greener over there like hold on I mean, not to say that you can't, you know, do yeah. it, live it, try it. And worst case, I right. always say, try it. If it doesn't work out, you can come back to where you were or you can try something mm. different. Like you are That's never true. stuck unless you decide that you are stuck. 
Hey, man, that's so yeah. true. That is so, so true. And that, but that's the other thing, too. I have a nice, comfortable life to hear no mind. And, you know, I love it. So it's just like, do I want to give that up? That was my next question. I was going to say, do you see yourself living somewhere else? I know you said Portugal, of course, and that was goals. But anywhere yes. else in the meantime or prior to that? I don't know. That's a good question because it's like, I keep telling myself when I leave Oman or the Middle East in general, like, it's, mm -hmm. I don't want to go into another teaching position. So, like, you know, maybe I will become a digital nomad if I can be a full-time freelance travel writer mm -hmm. and, and, and do, be like, like, that will be, you know, where I don't have to be stuck, you know, yeah, in, in yeah. if I can, like, that will be the goal, the dream. Yeah. But in the meantime, if I'm going to be teaching for another few years, I mean, my life, I, I like, I like the, what, what I have here. So yeah. I will stay here until I'm able to move on to that next yeah. opportunity. Oh, I, love yeah. it though. Yeah. I mean, imagine you find a place that you just love. I mean, that to me is beautiful. And yeah. some place that you never imagined, wasn't even on your radar. I think that is so wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Now mm -hmm. listen, that's, I mean, that, is, <laughs> that right there to me is gold. Something you, it's just an adventure. You know what I mean? You created this life in this different country that you had no idea of. That's beautiful. Mm. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So let's say if you could start your expat journey all over again, knowing everything that you know right now, would mm. you do anything differently? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I definitely might start thinking about okay. like just just the, the drama and, and you know having that condo in Chicago and having yeah. to go back and it was so stressful trying to in, in my summer vacation get rid of a whole you know a condo full of things it was like yeah. oh, this is, yeah. I was like no I, I just would have got rid of that before I left the first yeah, you're time like, I'm done, <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely would have just been definitely freer in, in, okay. in my, my, my line, my line of thought starting yeah. out, you know, yeah. even, you know, even though, you know, everything worked out, but <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, but yeah. the thing is you have the knowledge now, you know what you could have done better or not, maybe exactly. not even better, just differently. You know differently. what I mean? So differently. yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. All right. Yeah. So let's get into some questions about these books. So as I told you guys, Nicole is a author of multiple books and apparently, I don't know if I can tell the juicy details. Are we working on something right now? Can I can I say that? Uh, yes, please. Feel oh, okay, free. okay. So we got <laughs> I wasn't sure. I didn't want to put it out there yet. So yeah, so I want to go ahead and talk about this. So right now you have a book called uh, A Guide to Landing an English Teaching Job Abroad, right? Yes. So yes. who will benefit the most from reading this book? Do you have to have mm. a college de degree? Do you have to be multilingual? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, you know, that it's so interesting because I, uh, as a blogger influencer, I would get so many questions in my inbox about, mm -hmm. like, how did you get into teaching English abroad? You yeah. know, uh, where do you recommend I, I teach? And for yes. me, I was like, okay, I might as well write a book about it. I'm getting yep. all of these questions. Yeah. I, wrote, I wrote a blog and, and the blog was the inspiration. I was like, I can expand this into an entire book, honestly. I love so, um, so. You know, it's, it's, it's literally for people who are interested in possibly teaching ESL abroad. You want to mm -hmm. research about different programs like EPIC, the English program in Korea, mm -hmm. or you want to learn about JET in Japan. Or, you know, I, I've, I've compiled basically a lot of the data that people, you know, 
don't want to, um, yeah. you know, do the research. I was like, I did it for them, basically. Yep. I'm, I'm like that, that middle person. And I, you know, I, and I interviewed about, I think, was it 10? Yeah, I have 10 expat interviews in the book, people. Nice. So, you know, and, and gave tips about resume writing, mm-hmm. interviewing, and TESOL, you know, teaching English as a second language uh, program. So I've compiled a lot of information to in that wow. book to help people along the way who are interested in getting into this lifestyle. And, it, you know, it can be someone who has a four-year degree. I mean, there are okay. some programs out there for people who don't have four-year degrees. So, okay. I, you know, I tried to compile all of the information yeah. for, for, for the people. Yeah. Okay, nice. And do you have to be multilingual for that, for that program? No. Oh no! Okay. Um, All right, y'all, yeah, y'all here now. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of these countries, you know, like like I said, English is that um, that global language that they're yeah. teaching. So that's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really beautiful. Okay, so wonderful. So let's see, what do you want people to know about reading this book, or you know, what the information within this book? Hmm. Um, I, I definitely want them to know that there are so many opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I was saying before, like some people they 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 they, they may be intimidated, like, oh, do I have the right skill set or you know, do I have the right degree? And yeah. you know, I, I try to basically take them on a journey for them to to learn about different opportunities and really to, to research. Research and decide what is the best place for them. Some people may, may have no idea where to begin. And yeah, that was really course, the purpose yeah. of me writing writing that it was like, let me let me help you out. Help, oh, help you I on the journey. <laughs> I love it. Okay, wonderful. So you also have the book, An ABC Guide to Children's Games Around the Globe. That sounds so interesting and so sweet for the babies. So which age of children do you think would enjoy this book the most? I actually, I geared this, this book is actually dedicated to my nephews. I'm so excited. When I go home this summer, I'm actually going to gift it to them. Like I'm literally just right before we started our call, like I was checking some of the final illustrations for my illustrator. So by the time I get home this summer in June, I'll actually just be publishing the book and I'm going to gift it to my nephew. So the age range that is geared toward for them, it's like uh, preteen. So like between eight and 12. Because oh, I love literally, it. Literally, you know, there's an ABC guy. So for every letter of the alphabet, a country yeah. represented, and it's teaching them about games around mm-hmm. the world. You know, so that's it's like, beautiful. and it, how, how ideas inspire them to hopefully want to travel the world travel. in the future. Yeah, that's you know, nice. So, yeah. So what so countries excited. are based in that or featured in that book? Well, <laughs> I actually... Uh, S is for South Korea, um, okay. yeah, yeah. you know, and so O is for Oman, where I live. So it's it's yeah. really cool because okay. it's like when I when I give it to my nephews, we're gonna be like, "Humpty," like you know, yeah. this, you you live there. So like it, that's really like for every letter, like you know, I chose obviously some countries that are close to my heart, but then yeah. obviously you know, like Y is for Yemen. I've never been to Yemen, but yeah. but you know, it's like you know, so like I had, but it, but it was you know, it was, yeah. it was a process of researching. Aww. Uh, some of these countries that I had never experienced, but really, it's just really just to open the kids' mind to like learning about the world. So that was the idea. So I'm so excited! Like it's this. I literally just uh, published today the um, my book, the trailer, the video. Yes, so. congrats! <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, you. that's wonderful. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so where can the listeners and viewers purchase the book? Amazon website. Let us know. 
Yes, it's definitely um, a guy to land in a teaching uh, English teaching job abroad is available already available on Amazon and Wonderful. in the coming weeks, probably in the next few weeks, two to three weeks, okay. uh, the ABC Children's Game book will be available on Amazon and hopefully inshallah and some retailers as well. I'm trying to set that I up where I'll be able to do print on demand and, mm -hmm. and Barnes and Nobles and um, a Beautiful. few other retailers. So. Excited. Beautiful, beautiful one. Congratulations. I'll definitely be Thank getting you. one. I have a, a cousin who I believe yes. is 10 or 11, actually. So perfect, 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 perfect. perfect. Yes. Yes. So I, I think that'll I think that'll be wonderful. Um, okay, awesome. so let's say you are also the co-founder of I Love to Trot Travel Site and Community. Mm -hmm. Tell us mm -hmm. more about that. Yeah, well, that's what I love to glow trot. That's my my online travel community mm -hmm. um, slash blog. And, you know, my, my, my business partner, Renee, she's based in Australia. She actually just got back home um, a week ago. She she hadn't left the country in over two years oh with the gosh, pandemic. Yeah. Like Australia, yeah. Australia was closed, closed. So Shut it she's down. back in the States <laughs> now. So we're going to actually have like a um, a trip this summer in Belize. We're going to do like a meetup mm, uh, for some of I our love members. It. So after, you know, well, I'm going to be over there. Let me look. Let me, I'm going to go ahead and listen. I love Belize now. I'll be yes, there for that. Yes, well, my first time. So I'm excited. So I'm, you know, let me send you down that link, girl. Well, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, so, let's go. So, uh, but yeah, I love the glow trial. Like the whole idea was we started the site when I, we, we met in South Korea. Okay. And our last year in Korea, 2012. So okay. I was actually leaving to kind of Oman. You know, I left mm -hmm. for a year or so. But I was leaving to come to Oman. Yeah, and she was moving to South um to Australia, from South Korea. So we yeah. started the travel community. You know, it was two black women. We're just going to yeah. document our experiences and talk about living I abroad and hopefully inspire people. So we it. have I love the glow trot the travel group on Facebook, like over yeah. ten thousand members now, and then we Wonderful. have the blog. Yeah, you know, and then so we we try to do host trips and things of that nature. And we're hoping to do a retreat next year, and so we have some things in store. But uh, okay, yeah, so that's I love the glow trot. Yeah, that means we need to keep following and keep. <laughs> watching okay i love that so do you guys discuss uh living abroad on there or just more so like traveling it's a little bit of both we yeah we definitely because i mean there are so many people in the community are people that friends that we've made through the years being travelers who are a lot of them are teachers and diplomats and doing these different things so we have a lot of expats and we try you know some people we, we post travel deals like people post deals but then also yeah. people ask for questions travel advice and you know, moving abroad advice, a little bit of everything. It's a hodgepodge of, you know, travel and expat information. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Okay. So where can the Next Step Nonstop family find and join that community? I know you said uh, it's on your blog. Yeah. Yeah. The blog, the name is I love to glow com, And also mm -hmm. on Facebook is by the same name. The group is I L U V is a unique spelling L U V the number two for the okay. our two partners and then glow trot. So if you search for that, you can find the group on Facebook. Then we have a fan page as well. Well, it's IG and Twitter as well. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, I love it. All right, perfect. Well, what I'll do is I'll ask one more question before we wrap up today. Do you have any advice for anyone who, may, who wants to live abroad but may be hesitant or just doesn't know where to start? Hmm. Well, my advice would definitely be, you know, as far as research is concerned, um, Looking at travel communities, I, like mm -hmm. I would love the Globetrot and different expat communities. You know, there's a, you know, if, if you're African-American, there's a brothers and sisters group for almost every country. You got one from Korea, mm -hmm. Japan, 
um, yes. parts of Europe and, and what have you. So join some of these these communities and really, you know, talk to people and ask questions and really immerse yourself to see like what, how people are living now. You know, yeah. do, do the research beforehand, but there, there's so much information out there with social media. It's just endless, you know, yeah. and bloggers, communities. So definitely, yeah, but just at the end of the day, you know, step out on faith like I did. <laughs> like, I just said, hold up. It works yeah. out. It works out. And, and worst case, what? You build confidence. You learn something new. You make some friends, right? Absolutely. Can you go Absolutely. wrong? I mean, yeah. So I think that's beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so, so much for taking your time out to talk to us today. I really appreciate it. This has been incredible. I've learned some things. And like I said, I'll definitely be part of the community um, because like mm-hmm. I said, I wanted to take my year off and live in four different countries. So, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, that to me is just incredible that you can do that and just and just find your confidence and learn so much along the way. So thank you exactly. so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This has been really fun. I'm <laughs> Thank glad. You so much. Is there anything else you wanted to let the Next Stop Nonstop family know? Uh, just keep following along the, the I Love the Glow Trot, and I have my my personal IG Nicole dot I Love the Glow Trot. Uh, and and hopefully, if, if you're interested or if you want to inspire those little future glow trotters, uh, yeah. I also have the ABC Children's Game page on Facebook okay. and on IG. So follow along all of my socials. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Get on board. (laughs) Well, I love it. And thank you so, so much. And we look forward to seeing what's in the future for you. Thank you for having me again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Of course. All right, guys. And I'll see you guys later on the next episode of the Next Stop Nonstop podcast. So until we meet again, I want to wish you all healthy minds and happy travels.